Hello, good evening from Montreal. This is Perry in the house broadcasting the Perry frequency. <laughs> um, so today I'm going to talk about strength and mm, I just love even saying the word strength like that is already strengthening. Um, and yeah, I, I focus and talk a lot about surrender and grace and love and I feel like when you get to a point where like you integrate these things more and more there's a rise of strength that comes from it it's like um the pendulum right like there's surrender and there is um just complete letting go and through that Um, a strength is born and it is not the strength of the mind or the ego or willpower it is a, a strength of spirit a strength of of energy a strength of commitment a strength of desire um and um it's like it because you're now more deeper connected to your truth and to your maybe to your hurts to the things that hurt you you've spent time um you know, feeling and healing, and through that was born a deeper commitment and a deeper connection to your truth, to what you want to create in the world, to who you want to be, and with that, you suddenly find a strength to engage in a much bigger way, to do much bigger things, um, and it doesn't feel like force, it feels like strength and I think that's the distinction I want to make or that's what I want to um, you know talk about is the difference between force and strength oftentimes we will call someone strong when they force through things and there is strength in that there's absolutely strength in that um, you know if you're able to push through a hard feeling or something hard because you have a greater vision or you trust, you have a deeper trust of something deeper, um, that is impeccable tra- strength. Um, I'll give ex- an example from my life. So just today, I I was going to perform this poem at an open mic and it felt difficult. It felt uncomfortable. It didn't feel good. It was a poem that I wrote from a deep place of pain and anger and it's a very powerful poem and whoever hears it is very inspired but for me to read it is kind of like reawakening the seeds of what birthed it and it just didn't feel comfortable and I didn't want to do it and I almost chickened out a couple times it's like nah you know it's not right it's not intuitive <laughs> and like I just I didn't want to do it um but I pushed through the the massive discomfort and what I used to push through is a feeling and an awareness and a trust that I felt way beyond the surface of the experience that I'm doing the right thing. I felt that to speak out about that and to show up in that way was the right thing for me in that moment. It was a trust that I had, even if it didn't feel right, 
it felt very wrong it felt off and just terrible um but i i relied on that trust i was like okay i know like that this is a good thing and i'm just going to push through it no matter how hard it is and i did that and it went amazing and after i did it um i felt like a million years lighter it just felt so much better for having said that and yeah another example like even you know coming on a podcast or doing things like that it's not always easy for me to do it although this i kind of enjoy it but oftentimes i do things that i have resistance to or that i don't want to do and i push through the resistance and that's strength then like you know you're relying on you know your your mental reservoir your your human capacity you know instead of being um connected to the strength i spoke about earlier the strength that fills you up and just moves through you and it's almost like you don't have to do anything like you're consumed by strength like that's the ultimate strength when you push through a resistance you know when you're fighting for something um that's using human strength and you know it's a beautiful thing oftentimes to fight for something that you believe in it truly is um but it is also very energy consuming and when you go too much when you rely too much on your strength you burn yourself out and then you lose connection to your soul and your spirit and you lose connection to what really matters to you you know you lose connection to what you love um and then you just detach from everything that's real and and beautiful so it takes discernment to know when to use which type of strength and like when strength is necessary and when to kind of lay back and be like I'm not going to fight and when it's like yes now I'm going to bring out my fighting sword and I'm going to blaze um I want to read a quote by Rumi that I saw before coming on here um and it says forget safety live where you fear to live destroy your reputation be notorious and this is invoking at least in me when i listen to it but this is invoking that type of strength of like that fighter like i'm going to fight for what's real like i'm going to push i'm going to create i'm going to move things i'm going to do things um and that requires both kind of strength actually you need in order to forget safety and live where you fear to live while you can start doing it from a from a fighting kind of place um you will eventually arrive at this place where you become the strength and the strength overtakes you so choose wisely choose wisely when to be strong and when to let go and don't be afraid of being strong 
like trust yourself when you feel like now is the time to be really strong to like lift those weights to like burn those muscles to destroy things that belong in the past to confront to dictate don't be afraid to go there and trust that your heart and that your intention of um just peace and serenity and these things um is strong enough to guide you towards them like you don't have to be afraid of being strong oftentimes i think we're afraid of being strong because we're afraid that it'll disconnect us from the source or that it'll you know because we won't be able to feel or things like that don't be afraid everything balances out and um, your strength is just another expression of your love I'm just gonna leave it at that for now Um, thank you and I love you and I hope you have yourself a magic 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 day The story of the two tigers. Once upon a time, in a beautiful forest, right near the edge of a flowing river, walked a big, strong, muscular mama tiger. It was late at night, and the stars twinkled over the water. The tiger's fur shone a bright orange, and black stripes carved into her back. She moved stealthily through the high grasses where pink flowers and red roses mingled with her. Every night, she would walk the shore of the river, her feet patting the soft earth. It calmed her after a long day of hunting and caring for her cubs. One night, as she was walking, she came face to face with another tiger. Only this tiger was unlike any tiger she had ever seen. You see, it was a white tiger with a bright white coat, soft gray stripes, and big, dazzling blue eyes. She moved gracefully and was quite beautiful. But Mama Tiger, because she's never seen a white tiger before, grew terribly afraid. She thought of her cubs up by the tree and a flash of furry swept over her eyes. She approached the white tiger and growled. The white tiger just stared back at her, softly, almost smilingly. Mama tiger didn't like that. It made her uncomfortable. She started fidgeting and barking, thinking that it would scare the white tiger away. But she just stood there, unafraid, and kept looking right at her. Mama Tiger now grew angsty and angry. She started leaping about in a wild fury and jumped into the water, waking up the crocodiles and the turtles who had just, fall- who had just fallen asleep. She screamed and bit at a school of fish passing by on their way home from their evening hunt. 
She kicked at the rocks, sending clouds of dust into the air, stinging the eyes of fireflies and beetles flying above. She screamed and screamed and screamed until she finally grew tired of screaming and came out of the water. She looked scary. Her fur was wet and messy. She was trembling. But the white tiger still sat there. She had settled on a rock and was watching Mama Tiger the whole time. She was about to make a move, but just then, a strange sound was heard. Both tigers perked up and stood erect and ready. It was the mountain lion creeping towards the baby cubs who had been resting in the tree. Both tigers sprang to their feet and charged towards the intruder. But Mama Tiger, because she was wet and tired from screaming, was not as quick. She watched as the white tiger outran her and charged towards the lion. She grabbed a baby cub from right under his nose and carried her in her mouth right up to where Mama Tiger was standing, shivering. She dropped the baby cub right before his mom and stepped back. Mama Tiger sat down next to her baby and breathed. It took her a moment to realize that the white tiger had just saved her cub's life. She grew ashamed of her rage earlier in the night and quickly grabbed her cub, hurrying towards her den. But the next day, when the sun shone bright, she walked over to where the white tiger lived and slipped a note into her den. The note said, Will you come meet me by the river tonight when the moon comes out? And sure enough, when the moon started to make herself visible, the white tiger met Mama Tiger by the, by the river. They locked eyes, and Mama Tiger asked, Why did you save my cub? The white tiger replied, Because I am your friend. Oh, I don't believe you. She said, that can't be true. You must have a secret reason why you protected my cub. What is it? No, she replied. I care about you and about your family. I am your friend. But I don't have any friends. I've never had friends. The animals here don't like me. But you do now. Oh, I am not worthy of friends. I am a bad tiger because I am always angry. No, I like you. How do you be someone's friend? Mama Tiger suddenly grew soft. I forgot. It's been such a long time. It's easy, <laughs> replied the white tiger. Just let them love you. Sit, the white tiger motioned to her. And Mama Tiger sat down while the white tiger 
with her big gray paws, started rubbing her fur, picking out the pricks and the dirt that had accumulated over the day, and then finally licked her coat clean. Like this, she said, that's how. You see, it's easy. In the beginning, Mama Tiger was always second-guessing, and every night she would be pacing up and down the river whispering to herself, Can it be true? Oh, but it can be true. For sure she will eat my cubs one day. No one is that kind. She will bite me in the end. But then she would sit during the day and watch her cubs and the white tiger play together, play hide-and-go-seek, and tickle each other under the sun for hours. She would sit and watch until she couldn't really be afraid anymore. But she would still question herself sometimes. And when she did and started to feel afraid again, she would walk up to, her, to the white tiger and ask her, Can you tell me again what you told me? that night by the river and the white tiger with the blue eyes would look up to her and say I like you I am your friend I like you I am your friend I am your friend I am your friend I am your friend and she would soften Until one night, the red fury tiger had laid down to rest after a particularly long day and let her body melt into the ground. She let out a rich scream that was strong and earnest. Every animal in the jungle felt it, but it was directed to the white tiger only. And in the scream, she said, show me love, show me love, show me love. And the white tiger, with nothing but pure pleasure, excitement, and passion came and filled the red, fiery tiger's heart with more love than anyone in the whole jungle had ever felt. The end. Hey, I hope you liked the story, the story of the two tigers. Um, this is a story about love, but it's a story about vulnerability and fear and healing and friendship, but also romance and love and sexuality and many things. You can read into it in many ways you want. There's no direct path to stories um, it's just um, a way it's for your heart to be able to tell you what it's already been telling you all along um, yes, I hope you like it and I'd love to hear your feedback um, I'd love to hear how it resonated with you if you 
enjoyed it, if you um, felt that some parts could have been better or you know, if, if there were some parts that you didn't quite understand. Um, I appreciate all types of loving criticism. And yes, I'm so glad to connect with you and I hope that you're doing wonderfully. And I will be back with more content. Mwah, mwah.